0: Hello, this is Phoenix Vincent, and this is episode number seven called This Episode Dealing with Negative Voices. In some of my previous episodes, I've talked about anxiety and how it doesn't belong to us. I discussed how the only thing that truly belongs to us is our spirit or our soul. But one of the things that comes up for many of us. It's not just a difficult emotion, but actual words or phrases that are negative in tone and they drag us down and they cause us to doubt our true potential. These can come from many different sources. We all have them. If you are someone who never hears a word of criticism from others, you likely hear it from yourself. It often pushes perfectionism and accomplishment in us, and we sometimes think that we need those for various reasons. Some may mask them by covering them with proving they are better than those around them, and running from facing their fears that they too are worth being criticized by themselves and others. But those negative voices come. They come from the well-meaning comments of others. They come directly through bullying and snide remarks. They come from the body language and expressions of others, the sneers, the rolling of the eyes, and the mouths of disgust. As we talk about and do things that are meaningful to us, they come through sarcasm and through passive-aggressive attacks. And then some of the worst ones are the ones from within. We have thoughts of, that was dumb of me, or I'm worthless, or don't get your hopes up, or it probably won't work out. And a million, billion, gazillion other phrases of every kind in art that get us down and stop our progression. Well, first of all, this is your experience, take heart. Those voices only come when we are doing something great and worthwhile, and when we are great and worthwhile. Knowing this may not stop it from happening, but hopefully that takes a little bit of the edge off. I took a class years ago in college at BYU. It wasn't a BYU professor, it was a guest artist who was, well, a little bit on the crazy side. And as a side note, I do like crazy, so this is not a negative comment towards her, although I didn't agree with everything she said or anything she said. But I remember she compared everything we did to the animal kingdom. She said that the reason people laugh at each other is because we are recognizing the weak among us and asserting our strength because the weak are weeded out by natural selection. Well, I don't agree with that. The more that I've watched people, the more I've observed people and personalities, the more I've seen that people don't mock others for being weak, they mock them for being strong. Yes, they may pick a perceived weakness to focus on, but the real reason they pay attention to them at all in the first place is because of a unique ability, talent, strength or understanding that they don't have or that they don't understand themselves. So stick with your strengths. Know that you are onto something and take that as a very best affirmation of your worth. Something about you shines so brightly that others will do all they can to dim your light. Don't let them. So what about the self-inflicted criticism, those negative voices from within? Some will say that it's to keep them from being prideful, to make sure they are aware of their weakness, so they can always improve. Well, studies have shown that people improve and accomplish the most when the ratio of criticism to compliments is at least one to three, meaning at least three positives for every negative, and optimal results are shown when there are at least six positives to every negative. See the book The Happiness Advantage for more on this. So unless you are saying six awesome things about yourself for every critique, no matter how constructive, you are holding back your ability to improve, progress, and benefit those around you. Secondly, I don't believe all of those voices come from us. One of my mentors calls those voices shoulder devils. Most certainly, I believe that there is an adversarial power that is bent on us not succeeding, not knowing our worth, and keeping us down, back, under, or whatever else he can do to restrict us. So again, when those shoulder devils are having their heyday, when a million thoughts of how dumb we are, how uninspiring our creations are, and how much we shouldn't do the things that will help ourselves and others, know that we are important. Important enough to catch the adversary's notice, and for him, and for... Him, for him to mount an army against us. One small tip is to pay attention to what is being attacked. And as another mentor of mine would say, find it, flip it, turn it around. If you're thinking or hearing that was stupid, well, it must not have been stupid or else no one would care. They'd just sit back and not pay attention. So it must have been smart, wise, generous, or thoughtful. If it's I am a failure, well, our perceived failures come when we are making efforts and dreaming of something better we are seeing just a snapshot of our story, the part before the success, and we're forgetting that our entire story is not done yet. Having the ability to look at life and see potential for growth and what makes, is what makes us beings of light. Without that ability, we wouldn't have anything to judge against and call ourselves a failure. The truth is, we innately desire growth. We're hardwired for growth. And every failure is just a step on our journey for us to learn from. I deal with these voices myself, and the proof of what I've said above is that I deal with them to an exponential amount right before I'm about to do something important with my family, my business, or my life's decisions. They get their punches in as much as possible to stop me, but I'm learning their secret, which gives me the weapons I need. I've learned to identify that they don't belong to me. I've learned how to ask myself better questions to see myself with greater compassion, and now you know them too. So let's get out and let's fight for our right to shine. I have a lot of different powerful ways to help you create a more empowering external and internal dialogue. Reach out to me for a free consultation call to see if a one-on-one session would be a good fit for you. We can help you release from anything that's holding you back in just one short session. One thing that is very important to me in our sessions is that you feel loved and safe. Rest assured that I will see you as an individual and I will work with you in a way that empowers and honors you. You can find me at phoenixvincent.com or email me directly at phoenix at danceyourtruth.org to help answer any questions that you may have as well as set up your free consultation call. Schedule a free call today and unlock the pure light of your soul. And we'll talk more on the next episode. Have a wonderful day.